Oh, violence does call me, I've answered before. I'd made many enemies and settled my scores. But came a cry from a man that I'd known, someone to whom rare compassion I'd shown. And so I opened up my door to the man who promised me blood and war. For I craved violence, I craved to be free from the people who So last week when we left our intrepid heroes, there was one person stuck in a painting, followed quickly by another person stuck in a painting, followed by a third person stuck in a painting, when finally everybody made it out of the ruins that we were in. Those ones stuck in a painting actually found Reese's old mentor and the person that had apparently saved Anjali, although she didn't remember anything be for that. They found her tied to a chair in a house, were able to free her, but were attacked by a strange armored helmed horror. Zaz stepped up to do the frontal assault. Anjali distracted from behind. Reese peppered it with spells while still staying between the mentor and the helmed horror. The battle was not going so well when Zaz called upon his goddess who answered him and in one final attack managed to sever the enchantment that was holding the thing together. With that, Dea, Reese's mentor, was able to cast the planar shift spell and pull us out of the painting, whereupon we landed in the back of the cart and that is pretty much where we left it. And then she told you about the whole thing that happened. Oh, yes, Lord Drop. Lord Drop. Fantastic. Okay, so I think you just arrived back to town, or we're heading back towards town. We'd just been given all of our gifts, and right. we stopped literally as all of our gifts were given and the law was dropped. So we're technically, Ash and I are stood at the back of the wagon, because we'd gone back to the wagon and had some shenanigans with creatures on the way, which is how Zaz got dragged into the painting. And we were driving the wagon out of the ruins, trying to get to the healing temple when you guys were sucked back out. We stopped, hopped around the back, were given all the stuff, had lots of conversations, and we haven't moved since. Okay, yes. And see, I was trying to drive people to go listen to the whole episode. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, this one's after it, so it's kind of a moot point. You would think. If you're listening to this one, and you haven't listened to the other one, shame on you. Go back. Listen to the other one. Yeah. That one's really fucking cool. Go back and listen, man. And everybody leveled up as they received these gifts from Daya. And you have two choices. You are, some of you are pretty badly injured. You could go back to town. You could wait till tomorrow, take a long rest and pick up some of your items that were purchased already. Or you could just head straight towards the tower, but you do still have Daya. I think we need to go back to town. Yeah, I think so. I have a set of armor and I need to do something to hold this stone that Dea gave me. Well, she gave you the same one you had, so it would be on whatever you put it on before. So, you all voting to go back to town? 
Mm. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Okay. I won't make you roll survival checks. It's pretty simple ride there. You you know your way straight down the path and you've already made your way out of the ruins. So you do manage to get there. It takes about three hours till you get there. And at this point, it's closing in on the evening time, maybe nighttime, actually, based off this walking, the fight and the searching and then the running back. So the green moon is still high in the sky and the lights have dimmed across the town signifying it is way past when most people would be in bed probably airing 11 p.m midnight-ish time the entire way back haven would have been wherever zaz wasn't so if zaz was at the front of the cart haven would have been in the back if zaz was in the back haven would have either been on the top or at the front of the cart okay are you trying to hide this i'm just trying haven's trying to avoid him because of what happened are you trying to hide that you're trying to avoid him i'm still drunk oh no I probably, when I start it, I'm still very drunk, so I probably won't have realized. Okay. Zaz, make an insight check. I'm picking a DC in my head. A 16. Okay. You notice that every time you, like, when you went to go settle in the back, Haven suddenly had to leave and climbed up on the roof. At first, you didn't think much about it, but, like, when you went to go sit up front, they climbed into the back. So you're starting to think that maybe Haven's avoiding you for some reason. Mm -hmm. While this is happening on the way back, I'll be sitting in the back of the cart with, I think, where most everyone is. And after just a little bit kind of going down the road, my fur is going to get really, really warm. And every here and there, little tiny blue sparks are going to start to drift off of it. I very unintentionally cast furry warmth. So that's an additional 1d6 of healing for anyone else who's in the back of the cart with me. Nice. I'll be up in the front. I don't need any healing. Yeah, I'm mostly healed too. So I guess we're, we're finding our way back. I will take a short rest at least once while I'm in the back, which is 1d8 plus 2. And you said that was a d6 as well, right? Yeah. Wicked. Is that an Ulfur ability? Yes, it is. Actually, not not specific to Ulfur. It is a spell. Gotcha. So, yeah. Which, again, I'm totally unaware that this is happening. I'm just sitting in the back kind of doing my own thing, sitting here. And all of a sudden, my fur gets really, really warm for anyone who's in the vicinity. So, Also, on the way back, while on top of the cart. I want to look out to see if I can find any displacer beasts, just like randomly in the distance, that I, cause I'm thinking this poor little fucker needs a home. And I don't know if like, Haven wouldn't know how to care for a beastie. So is, is like, is there a displacer beast that I can give this displacer beast cub to? I as a player wish to keep my cat, but Haven would be like, oh poor little thing, you need a mummy. Especially highly drunk. I'm going to find you a little mummy to look after you. Not contemplating at all that a displacer beast would likely rip their face off. Roll a perception check with disadvantage. It's plus two, ten. You're looking through the forest and you see shadows of things. You see random creatures. You don't necessarily notice anything that looks like a displacer beast. Okay. But you could be wrong. Also, things can kind of blurry right now like you're seeing double the shadows and double the trees and it's moving a little bit quickly so you start to get nauseous okay i'm gonna hug my little cub like the cub is also seeing double and things are swaying so that the cub doesn't get nauseous that's insanely cute okay the cub mews at you oh i'll start feeding it kibble okay so you all make it back to town the tavern is still open or you can go to wherever you sleep I need to refill all of my alcohol. That's going to cost a little bit. Okay. Is it going to cost more than 427 gold? No. 
but I wish it did, because that would be <laughs> hilarious. It depends. How drunk are you when you're asking? Yeah, not that drunk, because we've had a three-hour trip back on no alcohol, so at least three points have gone out on my system. Okay, so you get back to the tavern, and there is a random person behind the bar that you haven't seen. Usually you go to bed by this point, but it's a demon person who is standing behind the bar, just kind of looking lazy and leaning against the bar. Not cleaning, not doing anything, just kind of watching the four or five people who are still awake and being like rolling their eyes when they see more people come in and they're like welcome do, do you need rooms do you need drinks hello we have rooms i need many drinks and i'll pull out all my containers and just like dunk 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 along the bar and go and then at least three each please you have how many bottles I'll say 12. 12 bottles. Okay, 12 bottles is... They're not large bottles. They're, they're small things, that like little flasks that can slip and slide into places. Yes. Oh, shots of ale. Hmm, probably about three shots in each, yeah. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So, if you're going with ale, it'll be four times 12 is 36. 36 copper, so three silver, six copper. And then three ales each. If you get three gallons of ale, that's another six silver. Okay, for, for the drinks for everyone, I'll get the, the six silver, but for what's whatever is in my thing, I want just the harshest, strongest alcohol possible. Okay, then two gold, four silver. Cool, thanks. While you are getting drinks refilled, if you still have the displacer beast, I will temporarily relieve you of it and just kind of stick it on my shoulder and then just go over and find us some seats. Cool. That's easy enough. The place is pretty empty. Do you order food at all? We probably wouldn't have eaten CL. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I also want to buy a room for Dyer as well. Okay. They have a room for five silver. All right. Sounds good. And each of your meals cost three silver. I'm not paying for anyone else's meals. I got mine. I'm still avoiding Zaz. And I'll pay for Dyer's as well. Okay. So everybody has their money collected and eventually the drinks and the food is divvied out. All of your flasks are filled. Haven and everybody who goes to the table easily finds a seat. Daya thanks you for helping her and giving her a room. She does eat, but she decides that she's going to take it upstairs because she is exhausted. And so she takes the food and refuses the drinks and goes upstairs to sleep and eat. Anjali will take her drink with her as well and offered to walk Daya up because she's probably looking tired. Okay. I just wanted to thank you again for helping me. I'm not sure again why I was even there or what, what had happened, but if it wasn't for you, it sounds like I would have been dead. Well, I don't know why you were there, but perhaps to see the ruins, perhaps to see what glory laid beyond. There's rumors about riches that don't quite exist, honestly. Do so, that, Do you think that's why the order was there? I think the Order wants the magic that's there. And have you met this Nightbinder before? No. I only know his name because others called him it. I'm sorry I dragged him to your doorstep then. It's fine. I would have had to deal with them either way. The ruins are my home and under my protection. Hmm. Well, uh, have a good rest. You as well. And then she will go into her room and just close the door behind her. Shuffle in her feet. Anjali will just head to bed as well. She's got a lot of thinking to do. Okay. Downstairs, we have Reese, Zaz, Ash, and Haven at the table. I look over the table and see how everyone's feeling. Because I, I feel like they all did me a big favor, but I feel this... I don't know. It feels a little quiet. I'll kind of be sitting there with the, the critter on my shoulder, just kind of looking at everyone. 
I may look a little concerned, but I'm definitely just sort of... Reese, I'm probably looking at you, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're looking across the table, you'd see Zaz kind of just playing with some toys and trinkets and things like that as he's already just subconsciously cast Peaceful Garden around the table for everyone. Appreciate it. Playing with little like a corkscrew chaos tower type thing and just kind of trying to de-stress about it. I think Reese is going to look around the table. Guys, thank you for helping me today. I haven't seen Daya in a while and it's it's really nice to know that she's okay and I, I kind of I kind of fucked up. I got really nervous and and anxious and a lot of the time I, I want to know what's going on and everything with the painting I had. I knew the type of school of magic of it. I knew what it was but I didn't know what it was and I was so scared and so nervous that I fumbled and I ended up writing the painting too. Reese, you've got nothing to apologize for. Honestly, helping you out was the least any of us could do. I'm just glad that everyone's okay. I am too. I will just nod and continue to down my ale. And because Daya and Aunt Anjali didn't take more than I think one, maybe two each, there's some spares. So I'm, I'm happily chugging whatever is possible at the table to resume my highly drunken state. Okay. And I don't feel much better about everything. I ended up falling into the painting just like you did. No need to apologize to me. I made the same mistakes. Reese is kind of shaking his head and kind of stuck in this kind of paradox of, you know, they're going to think of themselves as like, well, they fucked up, but no, you wouldn't have fucked up. No, I, I, I'm glad that you were in there to help us. Just kind of look down at the drink that's in my hand and kind of toss it back as well. Kind of at a loss for words of what to say as far as compliments goes. It might not have gone the way that any of us had hoped or expected, but at least we were able to find Daya, and again, everyone is okay, which is the important thing. Mm-hmm. I think I've also just been really scared. I feel like, compared to the rest of you guys, I feel a bit, I don't know, inexperienced. Um, what is it like to kill somebody? My eyes are going to get really big, but I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to stare for a minute. Same. Ten sessions in. <laughs> what is it like to kill somebody? Oh shit, you haven't killed anybody yet? Wait. Reese, when you say killed somebody, do you mean one of us or one of them? No, no, I mean one of them. I mean, we, we have killed... Uh, other people too of course people that have tried to attack us and i'm not Hmm. out here that's gonna be like of course i helped i'm not gonna try to pretend to be some kind of i don't know think i'm better than anybody i think i've just been scared to i guess put myself out there mom when it comes to killing them did you ever have the wooden dolls as a child that a family member would carve and it would have the likeness of something or other that was a hero or an amazing thing or a villain or one of those, you know, the the little wooden dolls that most of our families carve. Yeah, I, I've, I've had some dolls and I've, I've heard some stories. Okay, so imagine taking the head off of one, filling the inside with some gooey, icky, nasty thing and sticking the head back on and playing around for a little while and then pulling the arms off. That's somewhat akin to what it's like to kill one of them because... They don't react. They don't scream particularly. They don't. They don't behave normally. They just die, and it's weird. It's creepy. It's quiet. It's just fucking wrong. I would like to step in. Ash, roll a history check. That's a eighteen. Okay. 
You do remember that you did see a motion on one, but that was after the mask was broken. I don't know about screams or whatnot, but not that long ago, a couple days ago, when I was taken by Malar and fought the members of the Order, I told you all that I did see a face, or at least part of a face, under hmm. the mask at the time, with a green eye. And at least after the mask was broken, there was an expression on the face. There was emotion there. So there was something. I've never seen them without the masks. I've only ever killed them with the mask on. And it, it just, they seemed like things that weren't real. But I've, I've never seen one with a smashed mask. You have more knowledge than I here. It wasn't a full face. It was just a part of it. I could see the eye and I could see there was, again, there was an expression on the face, but it happened very quickly. And honestly, I was very surprised by it at the time, mm. but there is something underneath those masks. How much? I don't know. Interesting. With a history check, you could probably determine that it was fear and that there was water stains on the face. Whether it was from sweat or crying, you're not sure. Um, in that case, I will relay that I did see something that looked like fear from what I could see. I know that if if these are people who have emotion and, and aren't just heartless killers, that I'm sure their heads have been filled with, with lies or or malice towards towards what we are we've been born into a war that i don't think any of us really want to be a part of but i think i guess i mean more i think my style has been trying to help you guys trying to fake people into things and uh, I'll, I'll, i'm gonna keep trying my best you you're doing grand and i'll slosh my tankard at you in a, in a sort of cheers and get more all over the table than i'm actually keeping in the mug you like, you're doing grand. And really throw my arm out and kind of cover both of us the table and excessively get it everywhere. It's like, you're all right, man. You're going to be fine. Don't worry about them. If it comes to it, you just get in a couple of stabs or a couple of spells and we'll do the rest. We'll like stabby stabby. It's okay. Reese is smiling and I'll take a drink. The Displacer Beast starts crawling down your shoulder onto the table and starts licking up the ale. I will watch it and shake off any of the ale that splashed on me and kind of give him and cover everybody else. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of everybody. Shake. Ash, Ash, no, 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 no. Little, little, little puppies, cubs can't drink ale. And I'll pick it up by the scruff and just shove it on my shoulder and give it scritches. It's desperately trying to get off your shoulder to get back to the ale. <laughs> you haven't even had it three days and it's an alcoholic. <laughs> This is a problem! I mean, it mines after who it follows, I guess. Yeah. I'm gonna take out the little drift globe and turn it on, and then just let it float around the displacer beast, like a like a laser pointer. He gets distracted and starts to bat at the drift globe. Excellent! <laughs> its claws are digging into Haven's shoulders, though, as it's, like, batting and trying to hold on, but still bat at it. And like going across your shoulders and trying to bat at it, and then it gets a little too far, so it tries to climb your wings. Uh, not, not, not the wings. No, 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 not the wings. Not the wings. There we go. I'll bring it back down. Like I'm, I'm happy with claws. Claws are nice. Claws are relaxing. Wings, they don't need holes. Anything else? No, I'm good. I'm gonna go out and knock on Angelie's door before bed. But other than that, I think that I'll just let the night pass as is. Even though I noticed it. Haven is uncomfortable and kind of been dodging and avoiding me. I think I'm going to bring it up tonight while my clothes are all tattered and burnt and scarred. And soaked in alcohol. Soaked in alcohol and drenched. I think after a good night's sleep, I might have that conversation. So I will eventually retire to my room. I'll turn to Ash and say, 
What should we do with this critter then? I, I looked for displacers on the way home, but I didn't see any. Well, we could always try to find a home for it, or we could look after it ourselves. Either way, I, what are we going to call it? Haven <sighs> will get very distracted and, and just stare for a little while, like a thousand yard stare because she's forgotten that you asked a question because she's that drunk. And then, I, I, so, sorry? I said if we're going to hold on to it, we should probably come up with a name. Yeah, yeah. Ideas? I got nothing. As I'm like saying this, I'm gonna pick up the displacer beast and just look at it a little bit. Haven is just gonna start. Are you this? Are you that? Are you arty? It meows. Okay. That's cute. Okay. Okay. It's it's that's what's this Artie, name. Arty, we'll take is. it. Arty. Yep. Are we sleeping on the table tonight, or are we going to the room? We are going up, and if you need some help walking, I'm happy to oblige. I'll kind of, like, grab one of your arms and just put it over my shoulder and <laughs> walk you up the stairs to the room. Done. I'll wait till you do your twisty-turny-turny-turny thing, and then I will lay down, throw my wing over you, but put Artie between us. Cute. I keep changing Artie's sex. What sex is Artie? I don't think anybody's checked. <laughs> I mean, I can roll for it. Go for it. Roll it. Okay. One, two is a girl. Three, four. You can't tell. Five, six. It's a boy. Wicked. It's a boy. Okay. It's hard to tell because he's so young. So, Reese, you get up to Angelie's door and you knock. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah, I'm, I'm up. Hey. Oh, come in. She's not wearing armor, but she's wearing her clothes and she's kind of sitting up in bed. Yeah, Reese, come in. Hey, I, I know today was a lot. Are you doing okay? Less so once I have a chance to stop and think. While things were happening, it was less overwhelming yeah I, I understand uh since you found me on the road there and and helped me to the temple uh, i've just been living forward like there is no past and now with some of the stuff that i'm remembering i think maybe there's more memories there and i'm a little worried maybe what's there well whatever is there that, that doesn't change or erase anything that's that's happened so far you know are you sure yeah like what happens if 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 suddenly all the memories come back and it, it changes who i am who I am now, I should say. Well, you'll still have the memories of Bao, too, right? Will I? I would hope so. I guess I would, too. I would think so. Oh, I'm glad we could help Dea, though. No, I'm I'm glad she's she's okay. I feel bad that she got involved in that whole thing with that person. I just wish I knew more about him. We'll, we'll find out more, and we'll, we'll probably kick their ass along the way. <laughs> I hope so. If, if I know anything about, about our friends, I think they'll, they'll take care of it. How are you doing? It's been it's it's been a lot. I, I feel like I can't help but blame myself for some reason. But I I think I just got to breathe because we're past it, you know. Well, that last battle was all Saz's, of course. Well, I mean, you helped at least. I mean, I was just raining blows down on the thing from behind, doing nothing. So. Oh, I was just giving it little mind zaps from standing twenty feet away. You guys were up in there being pretty brave. Uh, still that healing of yours. I, I know Zaz is from the temple, but I think you've done at least as much healing as he has. No, it's pretty. It's a pretty handy spell. The spell doesn't cast itself, though. It's your decisions and your actions that do it at the right time. And it is. You've helped a lot. I mean, every battle we've been in, if it wasn't for you, it would have gone sideways. I think that goes for all of us. If Dai's taught me anything, it's it's not about you know just casting a spell. It's about about timing. It's about using a spell the right way and in a way that you can really think outside of the box, you know? Hmm. But I think that that comes to the actions that we take in life, too. Yeah, that makes sense. 
What are you going to do with Dan now, or what should we do? I don't know. Is she going to be okay on her own, or does she know people in the city? Do you know anything about her? I know that, well, I was on my own for a little bit, and I sort of happened upon the ruins, and she needed somebody to do some work, so I I helped her out, and I think over time I've picked up a lot of little tricks and things, but I really don't know a lot about where she's from or who she has connections with, but... If I know her, I think I think she'll be all right, and she'll she'll figure it out whether she wants to go back to her home or not. Hmm. How about you? Did you do a lot of moving around after you left? I I told Daya before I left that I was going to go back and see my family, and I have been kind of putting that off. I've been just moving from place to place, and then I ended up meeting you and ending up with the group. Is your family a problem like Haven's? No, it's just it's just been a long time since I've seen them. Well, you seem to have stuck around with, with us. Is that a good thing? Or are you getting itchy feet? No. No. Alright, I'm gonna, you know, go hit the hay. Here, watch this. And he'll cast minor trick to do this like clown honk, and then he's going to cast Party Rain, and in a ten foot radius, there is just a whole bunch of confetti that just falls into the room. Oh wow, that that's impressive. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. I hope I hope I don't get billed for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. All right. Good night. Good night, Reese. Okay, does everybody else go to bed? Angeli will do one thing, but it, nothing really sh- will probably come of it. She is going to go for a, a a night flight. She's just going to head out the window and come back an hour or so later. She wants to see if she can find that rooftop to see if that that rooftop that she vaguely remembers spending some time with that person. Is it in the city even? She's not sure, so she'll take a look. Well, the first roll is a one. Next one is a 10. So yeah, not good. Yeah, so she'll get frustrated and head back and then just go to sleep. Okay. Um, I do want to do one thing before I rest for the night um, while I'm in my room. I would mm-hmm. like to spend as long as it takes to cast Mending on my clothing and things that were tattered by the fireball from Haven's family. Okay. So that way my gear is somewhat up to shape and it will be in pieces because it's one foot at a time every minute type thing, but as long as it takes to get my outfit looking right again. It takes you about an hour, but you are able to mend it for the most part. Once that's done, I'll go to bed. It's not perfect. Like any large pieces that were missing, mm-hmm. there's not enough material to mend it back, but you got it for the most part. I think maybe mm-hmm. there's two or three holes left that you could fix with some extra fabric. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Cool. Avon has completely forgotten in their drunken stupor that their clothes were entirely burnt and they have holes everywhere. They stink to high heaven and they have not noticed or cared in the slightest. They look like the worst kind of degraded, abandoned, left in the pit of despair type person that you could ever possibly imagine. To be fair, you still can't smell yourself. Yeah, it's fine. But Ash can. Very much so. I can smell you. (laughs) (laughs) I pity Ash. It's okay, you get used to it after a while. (laughs) Hey! Oh gosh. I am gonna though, as we're as we're as we're going to bed, I am gonna cast very warmth one more time. Completely unintentionally again. My fur is just gonna get really warm and little blue sparks are gonna come off of it where I am curled up at the bottom of the bed. So if you need any more healing, that is an additional 1d6 for Haven. 
I only, I only had two points left, so between the long rest and that, I think I'll be fine. Thank you. So, when the sparks come off, does the hair just, like, stand on end as well? Like a big foofy? So, it's it's not like static sparks. It's like when you have a fire going and there are those little slow lights, almost mm-hmm. like really tiny fireflies, yep. just circle up. So, those just drift off of the fur. They're a very bright neon blue color. I just wanted to see a foofy uh, ash at some point. Honestly, the hair probably does stand up a little bit when I do get that warm. So, yeah. All right. So as you all go to sleep, Zaz, you dream and you find yourself in this oasis of sorts. It's covered in the flowers of that are matched like the forest nearby with very tall trees. As you walk in your dream, you eventually come to a little area that is covered with vines and more flowers though they get bigger as they go up. And underneath this is laying a familiar face, your goddess, Shar, on just a lounge chair. Well, at least it's someplace pleasant this time. And I will lean forward and kind of bow towards the goddess as I approach closer. It's been some time, hasn't it? I just figured you had forgotten about me or not needed my services anymore. I didn't forget... But I did lose you for a moment, and that concerned me. Oh, it concerned you. (laughs) Where did you go today? I like my playthings. Where did you go? Oh, that time. Oh. Well, you see, we found this really cool painting. Me and the, the folks. But then I got sucked into the painting, and then we broke out of the painting. So if I went anywhere, it was probably there. Mm, extra. I figured you would have known where it was. That's very concerning. Extra dimensional travel. I know many of the planes, but this one must not have been connected to our locations because I did not feel you for a good hour. And I may have many followers, but I do like to keep tabs. Who created the painting? Do you know? I don't. I'm trying to find that one out for a friend or friend of a friend but i don't know i I think it was wasn't one of them no it wasn't one of us i couldn't tell you do you at least know if it was part someone from the chaos realm or from the other side it's someone who didn't like one of us so that's all i got more than likely someone from the other side Interesting. I do have a couple followers over there, but they're not part of these wars, so I'm not sure the methods or methodology of that, but it's neither here nor there. It's interesting that they have that type of power and concerning. I actually did come here for a reason, or made you come here for a reason, whichever. I wanted to warn you. To warn me? You've been to this tower, and we all know about this tower. There's a very powerful god inside of it, and... You are in for a world of hurt if you are not cautious. That's why the tower still stands in our land, then. And you all will do nothing about it. As it kind of looks towards her. Gods usually don't mess with other gods' things. Unless it's absolutely imperative. We help when we where we can. He kind of looks at her with a stern look. Oh, that would explain a lot of things. Oh? One of my friends will be very happy to know that there's a reason why the gods haven't helped us at all. It's because of other gods. I'll make sure to tell them that when I get back. But I appreciate the warning. Thankfully, the folks that I'm with are lightly reckless, but they know how to handle themselves. They can get out of some pretty sticky situations. So I think we'll be fine. But I appreciate the warning. All I'm saying is be careful, all of you. I do want you to eventually come to 
serve me in, in eternal heaven, hell, I don't know yet which one, internal mydom, but not yet. I think you're doing good here and you are making headway more than many of the others. And also, it's kind of nice to have it be someone that worships me so I can just have bragging rights. Do you know how amazing it is to rub it in Saloon's face that it's one of my followers that's doing this and not her followers? It's fantastic. I appreciate always being the trophy boy. That's what I'm going to call you for now on. I like it. Damn it. I do have a question, though. You've been nice enough to come to me in this wonderful dream state where I'm resting peacefully in my bed somewhere, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. What would cause you to pull me out of existence? For me to pull you out of existence? A god in general. Like, how strong of a deal or contract would have had to have been made? I mean, technically any god could pull their people out of existence into wherever they wish. They are, we are all powerful enough. Maybe not a lesser deity, but if... It doesn't matter the contracts, per se. He's going to kind of look in her direction quickly. He's like, another question. You saw when, or you didn't see me, rather, when I was in the painting, like you said. About a week ago, did I disappear off your radar again? No, you moved to another plane. Yeah, yeah, about that. Uh, the Beast Lord's an asshole. Understatement, yes. Great at poker, though. I mean, probably. He didn't seem to have any expression on his face, so I assume that that would be the best for being at a table with cards. Just curious. My Ofer friend has been dragged away from existence before, and I got dragged in their place about a week ago, and wasn't too pleasant, I'll say that. Mm. I especially didn't like working for another god. You're at least beautiful. Like, he's just... <sighs> it was a father. You flatter me. Continue to flatter me, but that's interesting. Most... The gods are not supposed to mess with others, but obviously some gods that are more chaotic than others don't give a shit about those rules. Every once in a while, I'll do it to piss off somebody else just for fun. This was definitely the Beast Lord having a mistake, I feel. If you're ever looking to rub it in any god's face that they can't do their job, right? You know, you might have some ammo. I do love ammo. Yes. Well, good to know. If he pulls you again out of existence to his domain... I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to let you know. Yes, please. Is there anything else you'd have me do? I want you to search for an item for me that's missing inside of the tower, I believe. But I'll get to that later. Just... I have to think about where it is currently, and I don't know quite just yet. But once I know, I will let you know, and then that is something I would want you to find and bring out to provide to me. Ooh, mysterious. I like it. Alright. That's all I needed. Do you mind if I enjoy this oasis, or are you sending me back to my bed already? Sure. Enjoy away. And she snaps her fingers and vanishes, and is as interested in all genders? Genders, yes. Okay, so there are a multitude of men, women, and non-binary people who come and show up in different attire who give you the dream of your life. And as as lays in the bed in the thirsty fool, a smile creeps over his face. Okay, you all wake up long rested. Perfect. Level four. One of you is slightly hungover. <laughs> Just the one. Slightly drunk still, slightly hungover. I was gonna say, uh, Haven, you're uh, you're looking a little bit the worse for wear there. How you how you holding up? I'll just kind of gesture to what's left of your clothes as I get up and do a big stretch. Morning, Ash. Um, would you? Oh, oh, um. Uh, right. I should probably go buy some new ones when we go out then, eh? Like, 
left boob is hanging out. The lower half of my trousers is just burnt all the way up to a hip on one side. Things are covered for the most part, but yeah, Haven's also half on display. It's a fashion statement. It's one of those things where they take the scissors and they cut holes artistically throughout the whole cloth. Just use the displacer beast to cover the parts that nobody needs to see. <laughs> Everyone's seen everything anyway. Oh, I know. I just think it's... <laughs> Haven doesn't care. <laughs> the displacer beast becomes your piece of modesty. <laughs> <laughs> Better than a fig leaf. <laughs> granted, granted. I will close my wings around me under my chin, being careful not to slice anywhere by accident with the, the knives that are on the tips of my wings. And she'll be like, well, mm, my butt's on display for today. That's fine. I'll get some trousers on our way wherever we're going. Should we have some breakfast? I am starving. Nice fry up. We've got some hash browns. We've got some, I don't know, bacon, some sausages, some... Oh, we could get some nice ham. I'm sure they have a roast pig downstairs ready for you. I'm going to hand you my cloak and say, this is going to be a bit big on you, but just just hold on to this for now. You might need it to cover up the backside. Okay, that, thank you. And I will pick up Artie and like heft him onto my shoulder and say, yeah, let's go down and see if we can get some food. I will like wrap the cloak around me toga style. So it like covers everything as well as my wings. So my, my arms are in and they can kind of poke underneath, round the back or over the top. <laughs> a little burrito. So I'm just like this now cocooned head that is shuffling along. <laughs> I want to see you walk down the stairs like this. Do I walk out of my room before they reach the bottom of the stairs? Well, you're going to walk out of the room and we're going to see with a dexterity check how good. As a monk. You're probably, no, you can't have advantage because you're still a little bit drunk. Dex, just a flat dex. Mm-hmm. 11. Okay. You manage to walk about halfway down and then you almost trip and you like slip two steps and then you manage to get your balance. You're like, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm great. And then I hop down the rest of them instead of trying to walk like gudunk, 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 gudunk. Yeah. Yes. So you will all hear that noise. Well, actually, as a graceful monk, I'm not sure they would. They all hear that noise. <laughs> it's well, not as sure. loud as it could have been. Okay. So only they hear it because they're walking out of their room. You do realize they have ungraceful monks, right? Those are the ones that are kept back in the monastery to copy books. Yeah, but I was let out of the monastery. I didn't have a monastery. All right. I don't know what that means here. There are no monasteries here. All right. There's a healing temple and that's it. I think that just proves the point more. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'll go downstairs and start numbing some food while also having ale to wash it down. You find it very hard because you basically have T-Rex arms right now. I'll probably end up just giving up and unwrapping Ash's cloak and just whoever sees whatever is, is seen. That was amusing while it lasted. Have a boob for breakfast. Wait, that sounded wrong. That that didn't come out right. Does everybody else come downstairs? Yep. 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 Mm -hmm. All right. You order your normal breakfast. It has all brought to you. It's a gold total for everything. I bought the drink. Someone else cough up. I got it. Thank you. Has Daya come down? Daya is already downstairs when you get down there sitting at the bar with a cup of tea. Okay. You do not know where she got the tea, because last you checked, they did not sell tea here, but she has tea. That sounds about right for Daya. When she glances over and sees that you are there, she will step down, take her tea, and walk over. She looks much better, much well, much more well-rested. The lights on all of her jewelry pieces, the magical circles, are very bright blue and glowing. It's like, oh, good morning, everybody. Morning, you're looking a lot better. Sleep will do that to you, and not 
constantly transforming into something else. Anjali, when she comes down, will look much uh, refreshed as well and has a fairly big, bright smile on, looking very chipper. Oh, morning, everyone. Morning. You're awfully perky. Did you get laid? Congratulations. Mm, no. Oh, my commiserations. Why, did you? Well, I laid down. I did not boink, if that is your reference. I assume that was your reference, so yes. Excellent. I was horizontal. I was not horizontally active. Hmm. Well, better luck next time. A- Thank you. Ash, what's what's going on with the, the Haven and the Toga situation? I think it was because of the whole clothes being burned thing and having slightly less alcohol in the system leading to a small amount of modesty. Small. We need some new clothes. And until then... We have this. Okay. Haven, I do have to do some clothes shopping. Would you like to come? I would like to join you. Coming is an entirely different ball game, I'm afraid. Fair enough. I think. Well, I know that's right. Sending the staircase. Haven will instantly stop laughing. Hmm. Indeed. Um, less to the point about coming and more to the point about clothes. Reese, I'd love to join you on that. I need to get some of these things properly mended. Yeah, it looks like you've mended your armor. You look very nice today. Kind of looking at a few of the holes and things like that. A little more fabric could have done a little bit better work. Trying to get a little something from one of these fine establishments around the city. Hmm, Yeah. I'll pull off the other half of my top and go, here's some fabric if you want it. As it falls apart into ash. (laughs) Ashes or onto ash? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I... um, sorry, Ash. Sorry. Just brush it off me. I'll shake it off again. I could just see everybody watching that happen, make the mental connection, and then perfectly ignoring it. <laughs> I'll kind of reach out a hand and be like, no, no, darling, I think you need that. You you hang on to that. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's it's gone now. It's... Oh. Oh, I'm off to Zahiri's, too. I need to pick up my armor. I think it should be ready for today. Any message you want me to give her? Looking at Haven. No, I, I could do with some leather pants, actually, so I'll, I'll follow. Okay. Didn't you say you were going to... And then I'll just kind of trail off. Well, why why not why not go to Zahiri's for, for clothes? Oh, you have to pick up something there anyway. Yeah. Yes, no, I, I was... Yeah, no, no, I... I can't leave Anjali on her own. That wouldn't. Yeah, I should. I should accompany Anjali. It's not safe. Oh, I, I, I'm okay on my own. If you want to go do something else, no, you're not. It's perfect. She's just grinning. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little side eye at that. Just like what? What? Nope. We should always stick together in in groups of a minimum of two. You have RT, who probably won't be any help, but you are more than capable of you know killing absolutely anyone in this entire town. Reese will will be with Zaz, and I I will go with Angeline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Who's Artie? Okay. What? Oh, this, and I will like gesture to the little displacer Reese. Oh, you named him. Yeah, we figured we might as well. Art the this, or art the that, or art the so and so. I was quite drunk, and Artie stuck. You know it's yours now, right? Like once you've given it a name, once you've given it a rhyme scheme to its name, that's cute and cuddly. It's yours. <laughs> You're not going to find any place else for it. Because Ash was talking, I'm going to assume that Zaz is talking to Ash and just keep eating my breakfast quietly. I'm just going to give the little critter some scratches and say, yeah, I guess so. I mean, so long as he's sticking around, we may as well name him. To be fair, I would assume it's Ash's because Ash told us the name, so until I'm corrected otherwise. It's... So are you splitting the party? Yes. Sure, why not? 
Ash, are you following Haven and Angelique? I'll yeah, I'll follow I'll follow Haven and Angelique, but like at a little bit more of a distance. I would kind of want to like window shop and do the thing where I'm like a block behind them. Just go around seeing if I see anything kind of cool. It's kind of a lazy, lazy day for me, so I'll browse as I follow them. I think Reese knows, like, he's smart. He's put together, like, we all have to go to the same place, but I think this is just Haven trying to give, like, Reese time with Zaz. Totally not Haven avoiding Zaz at all. Totally not. No. No, 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 no. 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 Alright guys, let's split up and everybody just walks the same direction. <laughs> <laughs> nice! <laughs> At a block's pace between each other. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, the first group that leaves is, I'm assuming, Haven and Anjali, and then shortly followed by Ash. Yep. Yeah. So, you two are walking towards the Hiris, yes. We seem to be being followed. We do. Are you okay with being followed? Yeah, I could get rid of them again if I need to. Just grin at that and... Uh-huh. Waggles her wings a little bit. <laughs> well, I'm more than happy to fly, but the entire town is already seeing my boobalinos. You know, I'm not sure how much of my nethers they also wish to see. True. That's a, that's assuming they look. I think most of them have a little more on the go at the moment. I don't know. Not that it isn't cute, and she'll kind of crane her neck around and take a look. Don't you normally look up when someone flies overhead? You know, they might drop something on you and you have to be aware. So I always look up. And then if, you know, they're as exposed as I am, you get a bit of an eyeful. And thank you for saying that my posterior is, is you know, suitable. Hmm. Well, I mean, there are a number of flyers. So, I mean, I do kind of casually just note that they're there. But no, I generally keep my eyes on the ground because, you know, same sort of reasons, but ground-wise. Don't really want to run into somebody or have someone run into me. Yeah. Uh gnomes crotching you is is generally a problem i would imagine so especially when you're in need of some leather pants mm. i actually don't want leather pants i just wanted to get out as quickly as possible and you were heading out first mm. i'd actually really rather get some nice nice linen ones i'm not i think there's a there's there's a uh, uh, <clears throat> uh and haven will break again for a moment while She's way too drunk to think for a split second, and then go, um, 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 a, a clothier, a tannery, a... A pantsuit. Hosiery. A pantsuit, yes. I wish to go to the pantsuit. Taylor? Indeed. That's the word, thanks. <laughs> so, what are you avoiding? Like Nothing. No, you're avoiding no, no, something. No. I mean, you just said so. You just... Zaz. Why? Zaz. Zaz, Zaz is, Zaz is my race. He gets he 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 sees the prejudice that my family would have, and there's there's a chance that he's gonna have it too. But he didn't know before, and now he knows. And knows what? Like I I'm not even sure I followed that whole thing because again, like you point out, I'm not one of your race, I guess. Mm, well, I was called mistake for a reason. I was considered a blight on the family because I was different, and because I wasn't a concubus that wanted to shag everything in sight, and I didn't have wings, and I wasn't the norm, if you will. So I left them. I turned my back on my entire family and they're, they're not exactly small fry around here. So yeah, I did the unthinkable when I, I left, but being wingless and not wanting to shag everything in sight and being a monk of Eros, who is literally the goddess of love is it's a bit of an oxymoron. Ah, so that's why. Hmm, that makes a little more sense now. Oh, not about your family. I mean, the, about the, the God of Eros. Hmm. Mm. And the thing is, the reason that I have no problem with being a monk of the God of Eros is there are more than one types of love. 
it doesn't have to be a sexual love or an intimate love. There, there are friend loves, there are close friend loves, there are family loves, there are best friend loves, there are found family loves, there are all kinds of things. But people hear love and they just think, oh, you're going to be with this person for the rest of your life. No, there's more to it than that. And that's, that's what I deal with. I can honestly say I know no one like that. Of course, then again, I can only remember about a month, so, you know. Yes. Mm. But that that's why I'm not normal, so he's probably going to have a few hang-ups on that, which is why I'm avoiding him and just don't really want to talk about it, so can we go to get me some pants? Well, yeah, I mean, we're almost there now. But... Yeah, wicked, wicked, thanks, thanks. I, I really don't think he'll be like that, though. Probably not. Best not go there, though, eh? Maybe if I just get him drunk enough one night, he'll forget everything, and then it'll be perfectly fine. Alright. Or... I'll get drunk and completely forget everything, and then it'll be perfectly fine. And then have to repeat it again the next day. Not if I stay drunk. Mm. Sounds costly. Besides, I don't know if Zahiri would like you if you're drunk all the time. Probably. Well, yes, but she's also having a date with a concubus who doesn't really want to shag anyone. So, you know, I will. if, if she's interested, I would happily help her, but I, I don't want things reciprocated. Mm. So complicated. Concubus that doesn't want sex. Yes, quite awkward. Anyway, haha, how's your day been? been fantastic we're here now <laughs> it's it's lovely weather isn't it it's so sunny and and mystical in this green moonlight mm. yeah it does kind of put a different cast on everything mm. mm -hmm. i am just imagining all of the stories that have been said thus far about shaggy yep i'm gonna have the to start is, making you roll deception checks well haven has always said that she shagged someone she never said that they shagged her back there and that's that's always been a very careful wording Okay. <laughs> okay, so are you going to the leather shop or the pantaloon place? A, a panty, panty, pants place, please. Ash, as you're looking around, you can make an investigation check to see if you see anything interesting in the stores while you window shop. That is a 13. And I'll just kind of be like walking along with Artie occasionally like pointing being like, hey, look at that, like full on cat mom mode. You find a store that actually sells items for pets. What? I'm definitely going in there. So we'll say that you do not see that the others go into the tailor instead of the leather shop but inside that store there is a ton of items from like cutesy to just weird to looking like literal ragged already but they're made really strong to pull on a lot and lot of black with spikes and like dark themes because demons and devils kind of have a theme going on nice and inside you see a yanti woman behind the counter and she has a cat on her desk that she is petting i would like to go up to the counter and say excuse me yes do you know what the standard diet is of of one of these and i'll kind of heft Artie. she tilts her head a little bit and she's like a display service hmm mostly carnivorous they like meat Raw, probably. Just as an aside, look at Artie and say, you, my friend, have good taste. And then I would like to look around and see if I can find a small toy that looks... I want to get the most durable thing I can, because I have a feeling that Artie will absolutely destroy the shit out of anything. So I would like to find something that is small, portable, and just looks like it can really take a beating. You find two things. You find one that is a magical device that when you point it, a little red beam of magic shoots out of it. Which, when you're playing with it, you see the cat on the counter and 
Artie both look at it in the, on the wall suddenly, just like, what is that? And then when you let go, they lose interest. <laughs> they both like stare at the same spot. And then you also find a small little mouse toy that is made out of a thick fabric and is a little hefty. It looks like it's one of those fabrics that can be shredded a couple, like a good while before it is destroyed. And it smells, you can smell a very strong scent from it, but you don't recognize the scent. Okay. How does Artie react to that one? Interested or not as much? When you put it up to his face, because he was focused on the magic, he sniffs and then looks directly at it and then sniffs again and then starts licking it. It's catnip. <laughs> okay, I'm going to buy both. <laughs> That'll be, uh, as you bring it over to the Yanti, they're like, oh, very good choices. Yes, this is catnip. It is like LSD or weed for us, I guess. Depending on the animal, some just fall over and go to sleep and some get very hyperactive. And this is a magic pointer. You just point it and they love to chase it. Great. Careful though, some ulfers also like to chase them, I've noticed. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Cool. I will. I will take both. That will be five gold. Okay. I will hand over five gold. Thank the auntie, and then head back out into the street. Have a pleasant day. You as well. When you go back outside, you do not see Angeli and Haven. I'll kind of walk to where they were, and then Haven still hasn't had a bath, so I'm gonna <laughs> try to, to to follow my nose to see if I can sniff out which way they went. Make a perception check with advantage. Sweet. I'd be insulted, but it's so on brand. That is a dirty 20. Okay. You sniff the air. <laughs> you really need a bath. <laughs> yeah. You smell the familiar stench of your friend. And you walk past for a second towards the leather shop, because that's where they were going. And then the smell starts to dissipate. So you go back and sniff again and you see that there's a tailor shop. And when you look in the window, you can see them both inside. I'll just kind of casually wait for them right outside. I'm going to give the little mouse toy to Artie on my shoulder. The little laser pointer I'm going to just hold on to. He goes crazy with it and starts batting it and then like jumps on the ground and there's a little thing where they kick like this really fast with their back legs. Cute! And hold on to it with the front paws and like it's gnawing on the fucking head of it. It's going crazy. Cute. Zaz and Reese. So I know a while ago we got a whole bunch of books to translate. Yep. Reese has not touched any of them. Has he learned anything every night from studying his book on concubuses? Roll me an intelligence check. That's too low. I'm using my inspiration. Okay. I also leveled up my intelligence, so now I have plus five, so that is 16. Okay. Yes, you've learned an awful lot about incubus, succubus, and concubus, and there's a lot of information. This is the... This is like the scientific, more medical one. Okay, yeah, you learn a lot about how they work, about their cultures, about things like that. So you actually do find information related to, like, the situation that had recently happened. You put two and two together about that. Yeah. You see that the incubus families want to pride themselves in their ability to conquer over others and it's frowned upon to not use that ability and if you don't do that you're shunned from the family and usually ignored from then on out there's a lot of prejudice against that it's uh, not rare but it's uncommon that one isn't interested in participating and flirting with everybody but some they do have their they do have their particular interests and things like that you also find out about a lot of the anatomy portions of it that you don't really need to know but it's like how 
the wings work and how the, that type of stuff work. And then there's a lot about courtship in there as well, which I'm sure is probably the section you focus on. But I'll say like, you learn what they, like the basic idea of what they like in general. This is very generalized and scientific and it's very boring of a read. So it doesn't go into like, well, the proper way to fuck one is to do X, but it goes into like, scientifically speaking, and da, 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 they, serotonin levels rise if XYZ happen. Concubuses have been known to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see in this description a concubus in their natural habitat. You just see from like an audience point of view, like Reese just like really just making sure the book is tucked away. <laughs> <laughs> Zaz, I wanted to say your feathers are always really, really well kept. It's it's really it's really impeccable. You actually see Reese like a spell book that he's he was taking notes in with Haven. He's like almost like fidgeting with it, trying to keep it closed, but like keeping in mind like the notes that he took earlier. Oh, thank you, Reese. I appreciate that you noticed. Not everybody in town keeps themselves as fine as I do. That's why I appreciate that you're going with me to the clothing store so we can fix these tatters I'm in. Well, I mean, everything considered, I think I think you've you've pulled it all together really, really well. That's very nice of you to say. Hey, uh, I actually um, I wanted to say thank you for coming to the, the painting. I don't know what what would have happened if you weren't there. I was wondering maybe you could uh, if I could ask for some uh, some tips on some some fighting moves. Of course, of course, of course. Fighting moves. What did you have in mind? Were you looking to spar? Looking to do a little back and forth? Do you have any questions? Flightal areas to stab? Things like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a little back and forth is never bad. I, I do I do have the scimitar I'm a little rusty with. But, but yeah, you're always... Just the way you just run into battle, it's, it's really brave. And I want to be, I guess, a bit more like that if I can. I appreciate that you call it brave. I just... Go and swing. I don't really think about it. It's not something I necessarily prepare for or practice for. It's just kind of... I throw myself at the wall and hope to break through. And if I don't, that's kind of the end of my story, isn't it? It's probably a little more reckless than calculated, if I'm being honest. We could absolutely take some time tonight if you want. And spend some time with our swords. Uh, Just conversing about angles. Yeah, you know, proper proper positions and, and whatnot. Of course, of course. You're... A little bit shorter than I am, so you'd probably have a little bit of a leverage advantage as far as things go, but I'm sure we could make everything work. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That passive insight, you've been around enough people that you know that Reese is a little awkward right now, and you've seen this with people, but you're not really sure if it's because like they don't know how to ask for help for fighting or if it's something else. Okay. It's time for the scene on how to properly hold a sword. <laughs> You have to do it like the golf club swings where like, they stand behind you. Exactly, yes. Uh-huh. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't you think I have a pool room? Let me show you how to shoot pool. Played this in my head, okay? Like, no. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one, too. How exactly should I have my grip on this? This is a beach. <laughs> this is a bathtub. Exactly. <laughs> and we can definitely go over styles, techniques... Body motion, all of the things that would make you successful at what you aim to do. That would that would be that would be great. I I I think just feeling like so awkward in the moment. I learned a new spell, and then just confetti rains from the sky. That's excellent. I love it. Like a little premature uh, confetti. <laughs> I promise this doesn't usually happen. <laughs> see a smile come over Zaz's face. I'm 
shorter than the first time. Uh, and just wide smile as we continue to walk. Yeah. <laughs> I assume because they've gone to the to the tailors, we are going to the leather workers, and then maybe we'll pass them on the way. Okay. Out of character, realistically, I assume they were more or less the same place. That was my mistake, so... Also need to go to a tailor it's a linen shirt, and it's not a leather shirt. You know, that is that, that was exactly where my brain was at. I just imagined these two places, like Zahiri's, Zahiri's and the Tarot's are like literally right next door to one another. We would go to the leather workers place for, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. It's like, the town map in my head is beautiful. It's like the, uh, the tavern on one side of the town and then literally everything kind of like peppered on a route to like the wall of town. Yep. It's like one long walkway and everything is just dotted along it. There's nothing else in the whole town. It's just one. No, I've got stuff positioned. I've got stuff positionally up and down yeah. in like a grid form, but it's like in my head I see like your tavern's on the farthest edge of town and you walk everywhere else across town. And then there's like a little section over here with just like really <laughs> high up with yeah. apartments for. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, we would probably go to Zahiri's first and then make our way to the. That's all. Okay, as you are walking to Zahiri's, you do see Ash leaning against the shop of the tailor. And I kind of give that awkward wave, like, Hi, we just stood by like five minutes ago, but... Oh, hi there, how are you doing? Hi. I'll still scoop Artie up off the ground and withdraw the mouse from his teeth and just put it in my bag for now. And you see the cat, it climbs over you to get to your bag. <laughs> like no 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 back up there you stay up no stay on the shoulder i i can hardly wait until it starts getting a little bit of its abilities and it's a lot harder to be able to grab it <laughs> yeah that's the cutest distraction that's gonna ruin your wallet <laughs> you guys make it to the leather workers and zahiri is behind the table and she's like oh good morning i finished your item reese cool and she pulls out this beautiful like each one's personally made leather pouches and it's covered on this belt and the clasps are all made so that they're harder to like you can easily open them but they're it requires to be in a particular position so it's easier to open them from, while they're on your hip and not somebody can like look over and grab it and open it mm. so it's like slightly harder for somebody else to open than it is for you oh perfect logically i don't know how that works but magically it totally works mm-hmm Magically, it totally works. Yeah. Yeah. D&D, &D, everything works like I want it to. It's amazing how that works. She's like, there's some anti-theft options on there, so it'll make it a little bit more challenging. But there is a secret location. She like she shows you on the backside that there's like a little hole carved in the belt where you can slide something in there, like a piece of paper or something thin. Okay. She's like... I a small dagger might fit, but it would be pretty uncomfortable. Alright, I think I know what I can do with that. But thank you so much. I think, out of character, I think I already paid. You did? Yeah. Oh, uh, this is perfect. Wonderful. Was there anything else I could help you with? If you give me a minute, and he'll kind of switch over the things. If, well, I don't know how, how much you'd really want it, or if it would help at all, but if you want the old one, that's some extra leather, I guess. Unfortunately, with it being so small, the scraps wouldn't be very helpful. Fair enough. I appreciate it. You could try to sell it to a to like a general store, maybe. Hey, we were just sent to a general store. All right. Do you know if Angeli and Haven are coming over today? Yeah, yeah, they'll be they'll be by a little later. Wonderful. I thought they would have beat us here. We took yeah. the long way around. Oh well, they'll be here soon, I'm sure. Well, it was lovely to see you. As always. 
So back to the tailor. Haven, you are looking at all the clothes and Angelie, you are there too. Are you looking at for anything? Angelie will actually pull out that outfit that they got at the Harpy's house, the black one, with the long coat and, and such, and just get that one fitted properly. Okay, doesn't take much time with magic and the person who is running the store, which is an Aranese, actually. First time I think I rolled that one. And they are a male. He just looks at you he's like, this would be perfect on you. Hold on one moment. I just need to move some things around, move this in over here and put the slits here for your wings. And after like 10 minutes, it fits you perfectly. Beautiful. And that's the uh, black pirate coat, sort of long one with the pants with the studs up the side. Yes, fantastic. So that now fits you perfectly. He charges you five for it. Thank you. And so speedy, too. I appreciate that. Power of practice and magic combined. I can make anybody look good in minutes. Mm, power of experience and good craftsmanship. Now, he looks at Haven and wrinkles his nose a little bit before I put any clothes on you. What? He snaps his fingers and presses digitations you. Oh. Oh. When I leave, can you put any of that back? No. Oh. Okay, thank you. Darling, you smelled. Terrible. Absolutely horrible. Yes, but have you not smelt this town? It doesn't mean you have to smell. Oh, valid. Okay. At least take a bath. I did, six months ago. Oh, heavens, no. No. Okay. If you ever come back, take a bath before you get in my shop or I will not put clothes on you because my fabric deserves respect and putting it on a dirty body is not respectful to the clothes. Valid, they are very nice clothes. Okay, fine, deal. Can you help me with this, please? And I will pull out the very, similar to Angelique did, I will pull out the very nice long red tailored jacket and trouser set with the black stitching along all the cuffs and the seams and, and around the buttons and things. Can you tailor this to actually fit me at all, please? I know that the arms might have to come off because I, I'm quite hefty and I might rip them by accident but if you can let them out or do something like a, a piece of elastic inside or something that would be quite nice how about nice blousy ones mm. lots of move you want airy clothing that you can easily move in well firstly I yes but I'm coming to that firstly the, the red jacket that we got from the harpy mm-hmm. and the trout the, the, the suit thing that we got from the harpy I want that to fit me first okay they tell you to put it on, and then they adjust from there. There are certain parts of you that are more muscular, so they will extend it, which you don't know how the fuck they did that, but they do it. They do hem the sleeves so that they can be sleeveless, Ooh. and then they provide the sleeves back. There's like a clasp on top that can clip them back on to be sleeves again. Perfect. So they can be a long sleeve or a short sleeve. Amazing. So that fits you now, and it is cut so that it will fit with your wings or without your wings. And it doesn't seem obvious that there is a slit there, so it's very seamless almost. Perfect. Once that's done, he'll be like, that's five gold. Okay, on top of that, I would please like a couple of different shirts, because I'm also planning on going to the tannery and picking up my new boots and waterproof bag that should be ready by now so I can stick them in there. But anyway, I would like three shirts, please. All of a nice, fairly airy linen thing that I'm not going to rip whenever I punch things and flex my muscles. And some really nice, tight black pants that are really going to hug my butt. He's able to provide those. As he's taking measurements, you feel like a poke on your butt. When you look around, you don't see anything. If I flick my wing just generally out, do I connect with anything invisible? 
Okay. Then you're like getting fitted a little bit more. And when the tailor turns around, he suddenly looks at you. He's like, I don't swing that way. I'm sorry. And then he continues to do the t his business. And then you feel another poke on the opposite butt cheek. Is there an imp in here or something? You can roll a perception check. Okay. I'd ask for advantage, but I know you won't give it to me on this one. Nope. Dirty 20. You see Angelise barely holding back a laugh. <laughs> She'll just kind of raise her eyebrows when she sees that Haven's looking at her. It's like, what? This <laughs> is so sneaky. I will cast Charm Person on Angelie. Okay. What is the roll? It is. I mean, it's pretty low. She only has to beat eight. Wisdom? Yeah. That is a nine plus one is ten. It doesn't seem to affect. Okay. Then, because that was a cantrip, I'm going to cast Bane on her as well. <laughs> what does that look like? I'm not actually going to know that I am casting Bane because I don't technically know that I have magic. It's just going to be, you've irked me and almost a little flick of the fingers, like I'm trying to flick something at you, but there's nothing in my hands. And a very small purple flash for a brief second, almost enough to, like, quick enough to miss it, and flicks out at you, and you have to do a charisma 12 save. All right. Oh, that was my better save. Nope, that's only a seven. <laughs> you have to subtract a d4 from any attack or saving throws. What does that feel like? It just, because I'm not trying to deliberately hurt you, I'm just like, ooh, you. Like, like pins and needles? It's just like it, like it. A little, little, little flick on the shoulder kind of thing. Every time I go to do something, just a little distracting. You say, pink, pink. Yeah. Quite. It's like you're being poked back. Hmm. Yeah. Just laugh. <laughs> Are you almost done? <laughs> Nearly, dear. Aren't you enjoying the view? Oh, very much. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> the tailor continues to work and do what he needs to do to get the job done. There's no more pokes on his butt, so he does not question it anymore as he finishes your blouses and says that it will be 20 gold for all of the pants. Is that for three blouses and three trousers or three blouses and one trouser? He said three trousers and both. Okay, wicked. Thank you. All, th all three. Sweet. 20 in total. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And then I'm done in that store, but I do want to swing by the tannery and pick up my bag to chuck my stuff in and my new pair of boots because I'm guessing my other boots have been royally fucked with the fire. But they're more cinched. Yeah. The, the bottoms have melted a little bit. Lovely. It's probably quite uncomfortable to walk on. A little bit. I have a bur burnt orange color now. Mm. They were really nice boots too. As you walk out, uh, you see Reese and Zaz about to walk in or talking to Ash outside. Oh. We've, we've got him warmed up for you. Careful, though. He's a little skittish, apparently. Hmm. Quiet. Can't imagine why. Just laughs again. Okay. Oh, Ash. Yeah. Hello. Hi. What's going on with Artie? I will procure the mouse and just kind of hold it up and shake it a little bit before putting it back in the bag. As you hold it up, the tentacle smacks at it <laughs> and sticks onto it. <laughs> like, I'll peel it off just so you can hear the suckers come off that, like... Noise, I peel it off of the cat toy. I'm going to put it back in my bag. Mm. I'm, I'm just going to, and I'll lean over, pick Artie up off of you and, and stick him on my shoulder and give him scritches. And go, Did Ash get you high? Hmm? And just keep scritching while Artie's probably baked as fuck on my shoulder. 
It mused. Its eyes are wide as fuck. <laughs> no, that's a little laser pointer and say, Oh, also, I got this. We can try out later, too. Okay. By the way, Haven oh. and Angeline <laughs> look fantastic in their black and reds. Hell, yes, we do. Nice threads. Oh, you guys look great. Thank you. And I went for really nice, fancy linen shirts. Awesome. As far as this tailor goes, I wouldn't be looking for anything. I would be looking for something specific. Basically, an exact kind of like fix or replica for the linen undershirt that I have and things like that. The bracers and things, I'll figure somebody else to figure them out, but... Before going in, just a little, uh, just to talk to Haven real quick on the side. Oh, before Reese goes in. Did they magically clean you up? Uh, you're cleaner than usual. Yes. They said that their clothes weren't meant to be on dirty people. Like our streets aren't paved with mud. I have a spell that can oil the clothes if you want, unless you want to build that back up yourself. That's a really kind offer, Reese. I think I'm going to do it au naturel for the time being, but if the stench of clean gets too much for me, I will take you up on that. Thank you. Yeah, you let me know. Thanks. I, I appreciate it. For now, I'm going to go with wet kitty smell. All right, perfect. But thank you. That's that's very kind. Hey, hey, Reese. <clears throat> and I'll lean in a bit close, knowing full well that Ash can hear me anyway. And Anjali is practically literally sitting on my shoulder. How did everything go with... And I'll nod towards where Zaz is. And I'm like, D are, you, are you good? Uh, he is going to spar with me. Ooh, sir. Hopefully later tonight. Nice. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. You need more tips. Do you have more? Immediately pulls out the book. Well, whatever he orders when he's in there, like find something like, I don't know, the shape of his ass in the trousers. Like, oh, those fit your legs really nicely. Or mm. they, they really accentuate your wings. They bring mm. out the colors in your feathers. You know, find something that he's getting to compliment something of him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right, I will appear right. like I'm thoroughly engaged, like cleaning something off a piece of my armor, but I am grinning a little bit, and one of my ears is just tilted directly <laughs> towards you guys. Yes, yes. And don't forget, he loves those pasties. So while we're occupied, if you want to make a detour, it's a good plan. He, he really loves them. He loves eating out anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He loves eating I mean things out. Uh, yeah. Munch them pies. Yeah, you know, I, I yeah, you know, I, you know, some people they don't like to cook at home, so going out to eat, you know. Absolutely, yeah, quite, and and having takeout and and eating it where you happen to be is definitely, definitely a really good thing. So um, go give him a hand for sure. Yeah, of course. I believe in you. You've got this. But if you need me, I will be at Zahiri's. Right. Mm. Also, as a group, we've kind of gone through all of the costumes that we got from the Harpies place. Because mm -hmm. all right, cool. Because I'm gonna try to sell some of those. Okay. As they're having this conversation, Ash, you feel a you feel a scritch behind your ear. I'm gonna like my foot's gonna twitch slightly, and I'm gonna like turn around. Do I see anything behind me? You can make a perception check though. Okay. 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 That's a 17. You see a huge grin on it. Yeah, Angelie's just laughing as she heads over to Zahiri's. It's <laughs> kind of give a little side eye and like flick an ear, but I will be grinning. So, Risa, you walking into the doa? Okay. Yep. And everybody else is going to the leather workers, to Zahiri's. Okay. So, Zaz, as you walked in a little early, Reese stayed outside, and you you tell this Aranis what you want, and they are just like that would look fabulous on you. I absolutely love it to perfection. Give me one moment. Take off that shirt. Get get rid of that shirt. We'll 
we'll fix all of this. And as you do, and you're just kind of standing there, Reese, you walk in and you see a shirtless Zaz with his back to you, and you just see all like the muscles and everything. Mm-hmm. 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 I, 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 um, Reese was ready to go in there, be this like salesman, like, all right, man, do I have a deal for you? And just like, all right, the, 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 uh, uh, hi. I just saw this picture of him standing in the doorway, suddenly stopped, and then the door hits you on your ass and forces you inside. <laughs> yes. Perfection. The Aroness looks up and goes, oh, welcome. Welcome. Did you need a, cl- did you need clothes too? Or are you just here to admire? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I need, I need pants. <laughs> Like, they don't have to be, like, this might be weird. They don't have to be, like, the nicest. So if you have, like, any pants that you were going to throw away or were a bit tattered and need of repair, I don't even need them to be a specific size. I just I just need pants. Are they for you? No. I am confused. I, I just, I, I just, I need, I need pants. <laughs> well, I don't have anything that I would, that would be tattered, but I do have a return if you want that. But... Yeah. I am getting you a new outfit. Oh, okay. I mean, and I'll kind of point down toward my leg. I mean, these are tattered. You could have these once she's made me new ones. Yes, take those off too. I'll make you new pants as well. Rolling a d20 to see if I actually do this. (laughs) And Zaz begins to take off the pants without effort because a tailor has told him to take off his pants. So as you are undressing, he is creating matching attire to what outfit you did have. And then same time talking to Reese, who probably is not listening at all. It's very distractive. Does Zaz wear undergarments? Uh, yes, he does, actually. Okay. As sad as that is. Oh, okay. Zaz is basically in undergarments and more or less socks or some form of non-actual shoe footwear. And that's about mm-hmm. it. After a few minutes, he comes back and he's like, here, and he holds up an outfit and he's like, yes, perfect. And he puts the, hands you over the pants that look identical to the pants you had and a jacket that looks identical, or a shirt that looks identical as well. Oh, okay. Uh, it really is funny because Reese is like a fashion disaster. You know, the robe of like useful items that Daya gave Reese, he, he doesn't even have it worn like, like a robe. He just has it tied around his waist as well. And... Yeah, all this, these like all these patches and things. Oh, or in pockets and who knows what. Oh, uh, okay. Do I? Do I? Is there a room to to change? This is for him. I will help you momentarily. Oh yeah 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 yeah. You change it. That will be twenty gold for you. Well, you get those pants, but I have the perfect up in play. Mm-hmm. And he rushes over to a rack and then grabs a very well-fitted outfit that actually looks really, really, really nice. You can describe it if you want, because it's going to match your skin tone. It's going to flatter every part of you that you don't think normally gets flattered. They even do up your hair to make it look nice. You basically get a makeover. The hair is now like tied up nice. And I want to say that the, the shirt itself, it's form fitting. And I think, I think Reese has the body type that he is, he is rather skinny, but I think with it being a little bit more form fitting, a little bit of muscle definition. And I think that maybe they try to give him just better form fitting pants, but I feel like he, he's very comfortable in very, very loose pants, very uh, baggy pants. When you say that, they will loosen them slightly. Okay. 
I want you to be comfortable, but I also want you to look attractive. You know, you have to you have to put on your best, mm -hmm. especially when you're flirting with people and wanting to catch the eye of others. And he just gives you a wink. Reese gives something in between like a death glare and like like he is caught off guard by that. He just leans in as Zaz is far enough away to not overhear and says, I can read people very well and you don't hide it, darling. But your secret's safe with me. Oh, sorry, sorry. And then he, he you know, he, he finishes pulling up the pants and yeah. Uh, that will be 20 gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wonderful. I also have any out of the bag of holding. I also have a bunch of really nice costumes and outfits that I think you might be able to do something with. Okay, roll a persuasion check. Sure. In my inventory, it is listed. I have six costumes. That is a 18. Okay. As you pull out the costume, they do look at them and they look at some of the tattered parts of it, but then they look at the overall style and they're like, yes, I could, I could use these. Yes, 100%. I will give you 50 gold, which pays for both of your outfits, basically, but that money has already been transferred. Sure. And then I guess, yeah, any extra pants if you have, or I'll just buy, I'll buy brand new ones too, but I, I'd love like five or six pairs of pants. Just whatever ones you're willing to get rid of so curious as to why you want pants you know what i could i could show you if you want if you give me if you give uh you know what i'll take the old my old pair of pants and i am going to cast a new spell called smarty pants and so you touch a smaller medium non-magical pair of trousers that isn't attached to another object or surface and isn't being carried by another creature the pair of pants animate as if an invisible person was wearing them no torso wear shoes and carry four pounds and yeah so now there's just this animated pair of pants just hanging out in the store that is definitely something i have never seen before thank you you know what yes here take these return pants we'll just say here's 10 gold that just pays for everything sure so uh, how many so that was that just one one pair of pants from them no he hands you four pairs okay all right, including my old pair. I guess that's like about five. Yes. So basically wash even. They are going to give you 50 gold. They give you 10 basically. So you pay 10. So it's just even. Okay. So you each gain 50 gold. And if you want to give 20 back to that, that's up to you. Oh, of course. All right. Well, on that note, I think we have completed our shopping episode. Yay, shopping! <laughs> Yay. It was not the intention of today, but it was way too much fun. Technically, we didn't, because we didn't get yeah. to Sahiri. Yeah, I need to get my armor. Mm -hmm. Okay, sorry. Really quick. You guys get to Sahiri's. Yay! I don't actually <laughs> need anything there anymore. Was, I, I just needed pants. As you walk in, Sahiri's like, Hey, then, your new outfit looks fantastic. Oh, I thank you. Don't they look great? And you smell really good today. Not that you don't smell good all the time, but you just smell extra nice today. Did you did you do something different? I had some, some intervention from, from a nice spell. Yeah, the tailor next door here just uh, took all the street oh. smell off of them. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm not going to blend in quite so well anymore. I mean, that's not always bad. You can stand out. Well, if it's standing out on our date, certainly. Well, you two chat. If my armor's ready, I could try it on and see if there needs any last minute fitting while you guys catch up. Oh, yes. She continues to talk with you as she puts the leather on, but it's just like small talk and the armor fits almost perfectly. A few adjustments with the strings, but the way it ties, it can be pulled to tighten a little bit to make it fit properly. Oh, wow. You have a very accurate eye. I'm surprised it doesn't need more tailoring. 
All the practice. And I like to study people's bodies. Quite. That's the one with the black and silver boots, the black leather pants with the studs up the side, that as well. The uh, gauntlets <laughs> with the various bits of metal on it with the ruffled sleeves, the padded shoulders, and the ruffles around the top of the bodice and the edge of the shoulders and around the collar and the draping around the waist. Mm-hmm. You both look very nice. Why, thank you. There is something I was actually wondering if you might be able to help me with. I, I need another belt, please. My last one got rather incinerated, unfortunately. She pulls out a matching belt to the one that you had, because she had to replace it, and she holds it out. This one? Perfect, thank you. What do I owe you? Ten gold and a date. A second date? All right, then. No problem. Done. Well, if that's all you need, I do have some orders that I need to get done. It was a pleasure seeing you both. Thank you. You look amazing as always. Of course I do. And that's where we'll end. Because now yes. everybody did all their shopping. I picked up all their items. Oh, violence, just call me. I've answered before. I made many enemies and settled my scores. But came a cry from a man that I'd known. Someone to whom rare compassion I'd shown. And so I opened up my door to the man who promised me blood and war. For I craved violence, I craved to be free. The people who wish to control me, yes, I believe.